Stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theatre. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now. I'm leaving. Hello and welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS. This is week 26. Episode 26. Wow. I know. Yeah. Numbers just keep going up. They do. They Where's do. the time gone? I- even my age, that's the same thing. Anyways, I'm Tani Santabria. Keeps <laughs> G- going up. Mine too. I'm JDK Winnikin. And we're here to de- debunk the junk. For example, the junk about what it means that we keep getting older. Well, yeah. I mean, it means that we keep getting older. <laughs> that's right. That doesn't, <laughs> which is what happens to everybody. <laughs> so, even my dog, Gita. She's going to stay ageless. So One can hope, yes, yeah, she does. Anyway, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. How's your ventral vagal system today? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's doing okay. You're in the safety system. Yeah. yeah. Harkening back to last week's episode, we talked a little bit about the physiology of softening, getting into the belly, and connecting to the, the mm-hmm. safety system of the nervous system that helps us in moments of stress, maybe not make up so many stories, maybe calm ourselves down and kind of find better avenues through which to handle yeah. difficult situations. I just so. don't like to be stressed out anymore. Right. I mean, not that I'm not. Sometimes I am, sure. of course. We sure. can get I can get in there. Well, and, and the and the interesting thing that I took out of last week is just another reminder of it that we have a lot more choice in those situations than we tend to tend to think we do. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think sometimes we get stressed out about that, right? We feel powerless against the things that stress us, mm-hmm. whatever they might be. And and the existence of the ventral vagal in the body makes it really clear that the body knows that yes. it doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> yes. So we've got like two lines of defenses, I think. Like on one hand, we can let all of those external type things that we have no control over just hit us mm-hmm. and then we react to it. Or we can realize those are external things, number mm-hmm. one, that we don't have control over right. and we can already start to take a pause. But if that doesn't work, we can get into the ventral vagal system with some real intentional softening and sinking into the belly that's going to give us a second line of defense to those externals mm-hmm. that we can get all hung up on. Um, I was talking to somebody today, and uh, he said, yeah, I had a really good week, a really good week. Nothing happened to make me mad. <laughs> 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 okay, great. Good for those externals that didn't, nothing made you mad. But, mad but. Mm-hmm. what happened if, what happens if mm-hmm. an external makes you mad? Then what happens? Right? You tell the story that you've somehow slipped or you're, you're not doing <laughs> right. as good. or Exactly. Like then right. it wouldn't be as good. Mm-hmm. Right. So so then we're relying heavily on an external happening that mm-hmm. we have no control over. Right. Right. To, to make sure we're OK. Right. Where as opposed to like if something does happen that yeah. makes him mad, you don't have to turn that into a problem. Yeah. Right. You people hear us say that on this show all the time. Right. It doesn't have to be a problem. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Right. You know, because I mean, and this is a reality you and I have talked to. You know, we're just a minute away, a second away, five minutes away, five hours away from something happening we have no control over that could completely change Mm -hmm. our state of mind and our state of being. Mm -hmm. That's reality. Yeah, that is reality. Right. Mm -hmm. So five minutes from the phone call that could change our lives, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. A moment from the car accident we didn't know we were going to have, you know, not to get too dire about it. Sure. But nevertheless, that's, you know, so yeah. So this isn't about just being calm all the time and getting away from sad, mad, scared. It's recognizing that those things exist. It's just how do we work with them when they happen? Yes. We have the, choice. That, that's where the choice is. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. And for, for me, that has been 
one of the more powerful parts of this. That's why I like to talk about this with you every single week. Mm-hmm. Right? It's because we have a lot more choice mm-hmm. than we think. For me, early on when we started doing this, not only was that a revelation and then learning how to experience this and softening in my body and start to tell when I'm getting into the ventral vagal system, it wasn't too far of a stone's throw from that experience to, re- to realize what effect it was going to have on the people I'm in relationship with, mm-hmm. whether it's close friends, family, right, coworkers, whatever level of relationship. And I realized early on, I think I even said this to you, wow, I throw a lot of BS stories at other people or make up a lot of BS stories about other people. And that's really where the effect of this can be really pronounced, right? Besides in our own body and our own stress, it's in our relationships, which then, of course, if they're not going well or they're causing us stress, just further compounds the problem. I don't know how many people I've seen over the years who come in and they want to change something about somebody else. (laughs) Whether it's their partner, <laughs> their friend, their mom, their mm. dad, their child, they want to change some. How can I change some? How can I get them to realize this, 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 that? Right. right. How can I fix them? Yes. Or how yes. can I get them to see me this way? Yes. Or... And when we can connect with ourselves in in a in a present sort of way, getting into the ventral vagal, we realize we don't need them to be different. Mm. We need them to be different when we're stressed. Mm. When we are in fight, flight, freeze, we need them to be different because somehow, well, we want to feel better. Right. So we've decided, consciously or subconsciously, we've decided if they're different, then I'm going to feel better and that's what I want. Whether it means I'm going to feel more connected to them, I'm going to feel more appreciated by them, I'm going to feel more validated, I'm going to feel... Whatever it is, we want to get out of our stress response. And so we think, oh, change them. I'll get out of my stress response. All will be well. Mm. The only way we get out of our stress response is getting into our safety system, which is located in our body. (laughs) It's not one of those externals. No, no, it's not located in somebody else. Right. So instead of making, giving somebody else the power to make us okay, which can't happen anyway. Yep. Um, Going to ourselves first. Yeah. But that's where the BS stories are, right? The BS mm-hmm. stories are all about, oftentimes, I mean, certainly they're about ourselves too, but many of them are assumptions about other people, trying to figure out what they really meant by that, <laughs> trying to analyze their behavior, um, uh, believing that we know more about them than they know about themselves. I hear that a lot. Oh, wow. I know you better than you know yourself. You know this, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so a stressed response in our body impacts yeah. the relationship quality that we have with other people. Mm-hmm. Right. And if we're in, in fight yeah. or flight, how well are we going to be able to receive whatever they're trying to bring in? Mm-hmm. We're not. Mm-mm. No, we're in protective mode. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The, the two choices we have, right? Protected or connected. Mm-hmm. So in a situation like that, to connect, softening, getting into the ventral vagal system, and then that helps us better see that person on the other side for who they are, what they're bringing, helps us recognize those things you just mentioned. They might know themselves better than we know them. When we feel safer, not, not just from physical harm, but when we feel safer in the body, we tend to give more benefit of the doubt. 
Mm. We tend to see other people as people. Mm. Like ourselves. Right. Like. Because we want the benefit of the doubt. We always want the benefit of the doubt. I always want the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Always. Come on. Assume the best of me. Right. You know me. You know I wouldn't do that. Right? Do you really believe that I would say that? After all this time. Right. We want that in our relationships. Mm -hmm. But when we're in protection mode, when we're stressed, when we have negative sort of assumptions and viewpoints about or or critical viewpoints about other people, Mm -hmm. we don't give them that. Man, even though that's what we're wanting for ourselves. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it makes me wonder, you know, sometimes where I've done that with people, kind of replaying some in my head, like I want to hit them with that so that they'll back off and give me the benefit of the doubt and say, oh, okay, no, you're right. Mm -hmm. Or, Or just push them into or make them see that they should do it different. Yeah. And then maybe apologize or do all the things that we want to see them do different. Or try and hold them to something they said yeah. like a while ago, mm-hmm. a promise they made or, uh, right. you know, you said you were never going to do this or mm-hmm. I thought we were past this, mm-hmm. you know, when people are just where they are. And, and how much does this come into play? Like I think about couples who've been together for a long time or even parents to kids when mm-hmm. we think we know our kids really well. And so we have these stories about what their behavior means or what they're actually trying to make happen or how they're, <laughs> you know, going to turn out. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And then with couples, just this sense of like real, no, this feeling of really knowing the other person to where you don't have to even get curious anymore. A one wonder anymore? Oh. Come from a place of not knowing, like, oh, this person might be different than what I, in, in lots of different ways, not like different, like that's a problem different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's Yeah, like we want to be able to learn how to read their minds and them read ours and then. Oh, we expect they should be able to read ours. <laughs> the, uh, right that's that's one thing we 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 lay down the law you know when couples come to see me i'm like okay we gotta we gotta agree on one thing we nobody here is a mind reader oh man nobody yeah yeah we're not going to pretend that anybody should just know right or that you can then because you know you might have a close relationship with somebody you can say to them what they're doing in a given situation that's another one too it's like not just trying to read their minds to understand what's going on with them, but trying to pin them to the wall and like, well, I know you really well and I actually think you're doing this instead. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot of harm. Well, it is because we're stressed. Right. We're in survival mode ourselves. Protection. Yeah, we're protecting. And if we could just know some of these things or believe that we know some of these things mm-hmm. and or act on these things in ways that create the response that we want, then there's some sense of comfort in that. Yeah, weirdly. <laughs> in a weird way, right? Then it, but, but then it's, it's the equivalent of how you're going to conduct a tug of war. Yeah. What strategies are you going to take to be able to win the tug of war rather than to really see what's actually happening mm-hmm. and then respond to reality? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
So a lot of a lot of times where in in relationship, whatever it might be, where you're looking to connect, you can end up conflicting instead. And it becomes that kind of a battle back and forth. I think most of us, most of the time, are trying to connect. And and the ways in which we've learned to do that is actually stressful. Not all of them, but many ways we've learned to do that is stressful and keeps us in a disconnected state all the while we're trying to get to connection. If we're not feeling safe enough in our body, if we're not feeling grounded enough in our body, we're trying to make all these things happen externally. Yeah. To then feel okay in our body. Doesn't work that way because we're trying to control all the things that we can't control. And we keep hitting our head up against it and we keep hitting our head up against it and 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 then saying, I tried everything. Mm-hmm. Instead of just first really being able to master our safety system. Gotcha. Does that catch the couples that you work with or individuals? Does that catch them unawares when you first introduce that to them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would think. Yes. It, it, it kind of goes counter to what we've mm-hmm. learned growing up. If we want yeah. something to happen, we, you know, try to make it happen. Got to argue it. Got to build it. Got to build the case. No real concern or talk or, or discovery around, well, okay, first, first, before we do this, first, do we really have control over making that thing happen that we're wanting to have happen? <laughs> <laughs> we don't ask ourselves that mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Right. Reminds me of what, uh, you know, you know, not a tangential way, but a related way that when we talked about the difference between dreams and goals a couple of weeks ago and dreams were about Dreams are things that require other things other than you mm-hmm. to make happen and goals are the individual things you can do, right? It reminds me a little bit of that. If there's two people in relationship, you only have so much say <laughs> in the overall growth of the relationship. You have your part, mm-hmm. but you can't, nece- you can't do it for somebody else either, right? Mm-hmm. You can't make them do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And yet it seems like that's how, in the name of doing something together, we tend to try and force somebody to go more our way mm-hmm. and less their way mm-hmm. and vice versa, rather than seeing two individual people comparing notes, if you will. Yes. That yes. makes sense? Yes. Well, if somebody comes on into our way, we feel safe. Oh, thinks the same way I do. We're connected. We feel good. Right. And that's Maybe. great when that happens. And sure. it does happen sometimes, sure. right? Like compromise. we do have dialogue with each other. Sure. We get to compromise. We do have times where uh, one partner or another says, wow, I never thought of it that way. That that makes right. a whole lot of sense. Right. Let's, you know, and so we feel connected around that. But, but that doesn't always happen. And then how, and, and then if it doesn't happen, does that mean all's lost? It doesn't have to mean that necessarily. Mm-hmm. It, it could be that we could feel safe in our body as ourselves and we could allow for our partner to be our partner and in the way that our partner is themselves and we might be able to be okay with that depending on what that is. But if we've got the stories around, well, because my partner doesn't see it the way that I do, my partner doesn't really understand me, he doesn't know me, he doesn't want to know me, he doesn't mm-hmm. want to under, we're doomed. Right. 
right? Like that becomes a problem mm-hmm. with sort of those negative BS stories about other folks. Right. And then we start projecting onto them and perhaps onto ourselves what this relationship is supposed to look like, how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't fit, then there's something do because that it doesn't really give a lot of room for people to then grow and adjust and listen and because mm-hmm. that's what happens in connection right be able mm-hmm. the ability to see and accept a little bit more of the differences somebody might have or they have a different perspective and to see the things like you said oh I never saw it that way before mm-hmm. yeah that can't happen if you're in protected mode can it Mm-mm. no no and and so it comes down to sort of like the dance that you're doing together right so if yes, right. Right. If you are in a space of um, sort of connecting at times and then trusting when we release and then coming back into connection with a dance. Right. And this can be in conversation. This Mm -hmm. can be in ways of um, but it's reciprocal in nature. Right. Yes. And so if we can find that with another person, then we have a nice balance of. They are themselves, and then we come together, and we are ourselves, and we come together. The danger happens when we expect or need our partner to come to us all of the, all of the time or be um, a certain way, mm-hmm. and we're pressing for that. We're even pushing for that. We're, tr- we're going to counseling to figure out how to make our partner be a better partner. <laughs> Your partner just might not be the partner you sometimes oh man and that's okay that's okay but you won't know it's okay unless you get into your safety system because you'll it'll always feel like it's not okay oh man what's that been like for your clients who experience that mm-hmm. right i mean do they see that themselves or or do you ever have to say to them well <laughs> this might not mean you guys are going to work <laughs> or do they normally see that themselves i i think i think it becomes clear it it becomes clear in different one way or the other if we're going to look at one you know staying together or leaving right it that part becomes clear over over some time with some conversations mm-hmm. when yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then of course one would think if you come from a place of connection on that realizing that you can and the relationship isn't going to work or, is, or has has run its course you can feel sad about it disappointed sure. and yet because you can get into the safety system that doesn't have to feel like a threat. Yes. As much. I mean, as much, at, sure. certainly that loss that we experience sure. can be pretty um, destabilizing, mm-hmm. right? So we're going to have the emotions that we're going to have around that loss. We want to make sure we're not feeding the emotions with mm-hmm. stories that aren't reality. Mm-hmm. And, and we can tend to do that, too. Like projecting out the meaning of this onto the rest of the future, for example. Or anybody, or the rest of the people. Oh, right. I can't trust anyone ever again. <laughs> right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Or this is just, it's not going to happen for me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm doing something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man. And so you, so, man, what a minefield. I keep, I keep, I keep looking back going, man. How many of those types of BS bombs of various kinds have I thrown into my relationships mm-hmm. or tried to pull people in certain directions, right? You know, um, I know there's <laughs> certain people I know listening right now going, I can take some times. 
<laughs> I got a story for I got you, JD. Some, I got some for you. <laughs> right. Well, we all do it. We all, right. right. We all do it. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And that's where we all do it. And then our bodily system, each one of us, uh, is is in a more of a stressed out state than we really need to be. Mm-hmm. So all of this that we're talking about ends up being, you said it, I think, earlier, uh, choice. We can choose to do the chaotic dance with somebody and both of us be in a stressed out state of our own doing and or we can choose to create something different. Yeah. Yeah. Even if the beginning of that is just slowing ourselves down, right? Or just changing our willingness to do the dance, as you say, a certain way, Mm -hmm. just to give it give it a chance to breathe or to step away from it for a while. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, man. And when we talked last week about all the things coming at us, yeah, right. All the external stories, uh, particularly around relationships, I'm sure with couples, I mean, the, the external messages and pressures that come with that Mm -hmm. have just got to seem so overpowering because so many of these BS stories we think are real. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. You have to have this kind of relationship to be happy, for example. And if it's not meant to be forever, that means it's a failure or that you shouldn't have had the relationship in the first place. Man. Yeah. All all of those compound to the social media like we talked about, the watching of the news. They all Movies, compound to TV. all the other things that we're doing that keep us in a stressed out state. Mm-hmm. So w- this is why we do what we're doing to help people realize that there's some choice around what we want to keep, what do we want to hang on to mm-hmm. that is going to increase or rev us up, and what do we want to start to shift, let go of, move away from, so that we're able to experience a, a sense of ourselves outside of the stress responses in the body. <laughs> Rather than accepting that as just life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we make these things harder than they need to be. We do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Much harder than they need to be. And the answer to that is not to make somebody else be more like you or necessarily even have to find somebody who's just like you. Right? It's, it, it, it comes down to we're making it more difficult for ourselves. We're in a stressed state. We are disconnected from ourselves and from other people. And the ways in which we try to fix that are further disconnecting. Which then adds to the stress. It adds to the stress. Yes. Frustration. And we keep doing it. And we overload ourselves some more. And all the while there is this golden nugget. There's a golden nugget here Mm. that we could access at any moment that we want that's going to help take the edge off in any moment that we want. When we're in less of a stressed state or not stressed and primarily in ventral vagal, we make better decisions. We see things more clearly and we're engaging in reality in a way that matters most to us. That's the golden nugget. That's the golden nugget. Connecting with the ventral vagal, the safety system in the body. Right. Because then we make, because we're seeing things more clearly, we're calmer. We have all those parts of ourselves more integrated in the moment. Wow. That leads to things like from a really genuine place, giving people benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Letting them be who they are. Mm-hmm. Seeing things maybe from their perspective a little bit more clearly. Because we're okay. 
Mm-hmm. We can do that when we're okay. We're recognizing that we don't need them to do the things or be the things or be the way we want them to do. Because then we're assessing things on the basis of who they are, what we need or what we want, mm-hmm. rather than on just some false BS story about what is either happening or what it needs to happen in order for the relationship to be quote unquote successful. Yeah. And from that space, maybe we're not assessing at all. Right. Just right? being. We're just being. And the stress a number the the stress experience in between both people mm-hmm. dial down a little bit. Yeah. Both people can be a little more open with each other. And who knows what happens then. Right. Less defensive, less protected. Yeah. Lots yeah. of possibility. Yeah, which then just changes the fundamental experience of the whole relationship in the first place. Yeah. And it's a really powerful thing. I can I can I can say from my own personal experience and I've had flashes of that, you know, and experiences of that. And it just it it lays a different type of groundwork for my understanding and experiences of what any kind of relationship can be about. Right. Instead of finding people who think the same way or uh, behave the same way or always like the same things. I seek kind of different things, I guess, or I notice different things from that system, mm-hmm. you know, connection points that maybe I wouldn't have seen otherwise. And and probably not noticing um, the ways in which you're not feeling safe, mm-hmm. valued, right, validated. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not when when we shift from a problem focus to Anywhere else? <laughs> <laughs> a connection focus. A, yeah. You know. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a different experience that is often unexplainable mm-hmm. and really difficult to have others understand unless they've experienced it themselves. Right. right. Yeah. And it allows for the opportunity for those, for the other person to be a part of that mm-hmm. as well. Experience that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot to unpack there. We barely, we barely got through some of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's the importance of this, right? For mm-hmm. ourselves and for our relationships. When we think about it, those are the things that take up the majority of our our experience, ourselves yeah. and the people that we're in relationship with. So it matters a lot. It, it matters a lot. And that's what tends to make us feel as though we're experiencing life in a way that we prefer yeah. or we don't. Yeah. I mean, those are important aspects of our life. So this is about really about making that whole process simpler and more grounded in reality and more positive as a result. And That's con- why we're and connected. And yep. connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, hopefully for all of you out there, this was something that was helpful for you. And there's certainly a lot more to explore on that, which we will in other episodes. And we have in previous ones. So if you're new to the show, make sure you're going back and taking a listen to those. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Breaking Up with RBS. Uh, check us out on our Facebook group under the same name, under our YouTube channel. Thank you so much for subscribing as a podcast or listening on Warm 106.9 in Seattle. Um, until next time, I'm JDK Winnikin. And I think I'm still Tawny Santabria. I think you are still. So yeah. keep noticing, right? Yes, keep noticing. All right. Mm-hmm. And we'll notice you all next time. Awesome. Stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live ones too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit.